Hello, this is Rafal Davidovich, and today we continue our Tefillah Sunday, where we focus on some element of davening. And for the last few weeks, we've been focusing on the opening phrase of so many of our brachos. We've covered the words in these brief shiurim, Baruch, Ato, Hashem, and Elokeinu. And now, today in today's class, I'd like to focus on the next two words in so many brachos. Melech Ha'olam, King of the World. And what I'd like to focus on, there are so many elements to focus on, obviously. You could speak for hours on the word melech. You could speak for days on the word olam and all of the various meanings that the word olam has in Hebrew. But I'd like to focus on this element, the way that the term melech olam contrasts with the word elokeinu. Because you see, even though you might not think of it in this way, that phrase, melech ha'olam, is in a way the opposite concept from the idea of Elokeinu. Because, as you remember, if you can listen to the class where I discussed the word Elokeinu, Elokeinu means our God. And when we say our God, as in the suffix nu, the nun vav, we mean the God of the Jewish people. Just as we say Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov, that God has bound himself to Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov because Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov have hitched their wagon to Hashem. So that they become nullified, they merely become an extension. Their whole lives are vehicles for expressing God in this world. So this has become bequeathed and inherited by their descendants, by the Jewish people. So when we say Elokeinu, we are being possessive. We are claiming God as our own. Now contrast that with the next two words in the bracha. Melech Olam is saying that he is God of the world. And the world means everything and everyone in the world. So that he might be our Elokah, he might be our God. But as far as king, the ultimate reality is that he controls all of reality. King of the universe, as I've seen in some translations that try to sound uh, fancier or more scientific. Why do you have to say king of the universe? King of the world does just fine as a translation. And the idea is one that Jewish people have found difficult for millennia. And I would say that in the past century or two, we have found it even more difficult to reconcile these two ideas. Because while there are Jews who, of course, want to focus on the idea that is prevalent throughout Chumash and throughout all of Tanakh, and all of Jewish literature, that he is the God of the Jewish people. In more recent times, especially since the Enlightenment, there are many Jews who focus on this idea, who want to focus on the idea that he is God of, his king of the world, which is also an important idea and it should never be forgotten, which is why it's said in every single bracha. You see, in the religions of old, meaning in the religions over 2,000 years ago, before the Jewish offshoots spread throughout the world, the idea that most religions had was that if you were a nation or you were a tribe, your tribe or your nation had its own deity, had its own God. What was revolutionary about what Avram Avinu did, and what the Torah says, and then the prophets say it even more loudly, is that, yes, Hashem has a special connection, but he is not just our God and other nations have other gods, as you can sometimes infer from some verses throughout Tanakh. The idea is that he created the world. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And 
he arranged for the dispersal of all the nations of the world, as we have with the Tower of Babel. That's the whole point of that story. And then when you read about the statements that God makes at each turn, he makes the statements to Avraham, he makes the statement later to Yitzchak, and he makes the statement later to Yaakov, what does he say? He doesn't say, I'm making you a promise to be your God. He says, and all the nations of the world, or all the families of the world, will be blessed through you. That the brachos that Hashem gives Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, the promises that Hashem makes to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, are meant to be the kinds of blessings and the kinds of promises that are meant to extend and to spread throughout the entire world, channeling through Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov to all the nations of the world so that Hashem can become Melech HaOlam. And we'll leave it there for today.